0: Pinterest is so much easier to use and create content on than both Instagram and TikTok. So natural and the content comes so easily. It requires so little effort once you understand how it works and you know about the SEO, the keywords, the keychains and all of that. It's so simple to make a post and put it out there. The second reason links into that is that with Pinterest... So take it back, like with TikTok, you post a TikTok, it gets reach for maybe like a few days, a week, probably two weeks at most. It might peak again in like a month and you get a random spurt of views, things like that. But with Pinterest, once you put a post out, it's got like lifetime reach so for example my pins that I posted like a year and a half ago they're still getting thousands of views every single month so it like the content never dies Mm. it's kind of so Pinterest is essentially a mix between a search engine and a social media it's like a hybrid it's not like just a search engine like Google it's not just social media like TikTok and Instagram it's the only platform that combines those two so if you think it connects with Google and both social media or like general search engines so Pinterest can affect your ranking so say if you're a business you own a candle brand you sell candles if you do well on pinterest that will affect your google ranking
1: thank you so much for clicking on this episode of millennial entrepreneur the ambition of the podcast is to show relatable stories from young entrepreneurs doing some incredible things to inspire the next generation including you listening wherever you are We've been doing this podcast for over three years and the ambition has not changed. The only thing that has changed is the scale of where we want to go. We want to bring on bigger guests for you guys to show more and more relatable and inspiring stories from young entrepreneurs across the world. The majority of you guys listening haven't subscribed to the podcast yet. All you have to do is click that subscribe button wherever you're listening on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and that will allow us to bring on bigger guests and ask the questions to them that you really want to hear. And it really is that simple. So thank you again for clicking on the podcast and enjoy the episode. How did you get started in the whole like social media space?
0: Um, So I so I did biochemistry at university, obviously very different to marketing Um, and I needed money before I went into final year so I did a placement. That placement was at my university's union doing very low level stuff on Instagram like Instagram story takeovers and simple graphic design on Canva, very like I said low level um, stuff but I'd never... Been into it before, so it was challenging for me at the time. Um, I then got put on furlough. This was during lockdown, I believe 2021, 2020, around that time. Um, and I was on furlough three days a week because there was no events for social media coverage and it was just a bit like dead on campus, things like Mm. that. Um, so while I was bored, I decided I love this social media side so much. Let me do a foundation degree in social media. Um, which is more around the strategy how to actually analyze the metrics get results things like that um thankfully my union part funded that foundation degree and I paid for half as well as 50 50 I completed that got a distinction and then I made an Instagram again with some shocking Canva graphics like sharing what I'd learned about the strategy from that Instagram I had like small businesses, seeing the content and being like, oh, you look like you know what you're doing. Can you please like help me? I'll give you like X amount of money. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I just started helping them, got referrals from them, carried on with the Instagram. When Reels came out, when TikTok was more of a big thing, I got started on that um, and then just grew from there and kind of still am growing, still a bit of shock, like how it's actually worked completely by accident. Um, I started to get into Pinterest around... Say a year and a half ago, um, once I felt like I knuckled down TikTok and Instagram, like you're never going to fully knuckle it down because when you know what you're doing. It changes all the time. Yeah, they change it as soon as you know what you're doing. Um, But when I kind of got grips with that, I was like, let me look at Pinterest, looks really cool. I used it for my own personal, like aesthetic things, like Mm. vision boards, mood boards, things like that. Um, Found that it was actually really easy to use for a business owner, which I was shocked at. Um, Yeah, I always thought it was this like whole new thing that's else. exactly like, what i think as yeah. well
1: like it doesn't it doesn't seem like a platform where like businesses can use it it seems like more more for personal use so mm-hmm. it's like how for for a business standpoint like why should they consider pinterest as like something that, that should be like a
0: serious thing mm-hmm. um i would say two main points one pinterest is so much easier to use and create content on than both instagram and tiktok So natural, and the content comes so easily, it requires so little effort. Once you understand how it works, yeah, and you know about the SEO, the keywords, the keychains, and all of that, it's so simple to make a post and put it out there. The second reason links into that is that with Pinterest, so take it back like with TikTok, you post a TikTok, it gets reached for maybe like a few days, a week, probably two weeks at most. It might peak again in like a month, and you get a random spurt of views, things like that. But with Pinterest, once you put a post out, it's got, like, lifetime reach. So, for example, my pins that I posted, like, a year and a half ago, they're still getting thousands of views every single month. So, it like, the content never dies. Really? It's kind of... So, Pinterest is essentially a mix between a search engine and a social media. It's, like, a hybrid. It's not, like, just a search engine like Google. It's not just social media like TikTok or Instagram. It's the only platform that combines those two. So, if you think, like it connects with Google and both social media or like just general search engines. So Pinterest can affect your ranking. So say if you're a business, you own a candle brand, you sell candles. If you do well on Pinterest, that will affect your Google ranking. If you do well on Pinterest, you will rank higher on Google. You'll reach more people. So they like are one with each mm-hmm. other. And then if you do well on Pinterest, you'll also funnel people over to TikTok and Instagram. So Pinterest is I guess that bridge between search engine and SEO and social media. Yeah, I think
1: that's a really valid point as well, because it's like so many, like especially people on LinkedIn that try to sell in terms of like, you know, this is how much numbers we got in terms of like um, TikTok growth and Instagram growth and and, and so on and so forth. I, I know for a fact that like a lot of businesses look at like, okay, but how does that translate into say engagement as well as like, mm-hmm. in, in terms of even, even like revenue or signups or waiting list or whatever, like, and you're saying, okay, it's got lifetime reach on, on, on Pinterest. But what that actually means in terms of like translating to actual ROI and impact is like, okay, you can rank higher on somewhere like Google. Mm-hmm. And that will obviously lead to like more people like coming in onto your website.
0: For most brands, if you're an e brand, you can actually set up a Pinterest store on your profile. Similar to Instagram shop and TikTok shop where people will like, if they see your pin, they'll click on your profile, they can buy your yeah. product directly from Pinterest. The conversion rates for people actually going to purchase from Pinterest obviously depend on your price point, your brand, like your photos, all of that. But assuming there was the same brand on Instagram Shop and TikTok Shop, and Pinterest had a storefront, your conversions are going to be much higher on Pinterest. There was a study done into it. The willingness, the willingness of people to buy something on Pinterest is much higher um, in terms of purchases than on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah.
1: Why? So why is this like? Why is Pinterest slept on?
0: I honestly don't know. I don't know the answer. I think it can be quite scary for people to go on to. And I think the main driver is, again, two things. One, a lot of businesses feel like they can't have their brand on there. They're like, oh, it has to be very girly. It has to be very aesthetic, which is completely yeah. not true. Um, yeah, that was my
1: next question, but carry on.
0: Yeah, and then the second one, I guess, is linked to that. A lot of people think that the only users of Pinterest are females between 18 and, say, 35. They don't see the other audience on Pinterest, in my head, it's the same as when business owners say, oh, TikTok's just for kids. It's that same logic of, it's just like not true.
1: Mm. Yeah. So like when when a business, like, I guess, yeah, you said the the impact and the ROI or whatever, but so for which businesses would say Pinterest a Pinterest strategy makes sense? Because you said it's mm-hmm. like for aesthetically pleasing brands, but, and also the, the, the expectation that it's only like females 18 to sort of 35 or whatever isn't isn't true. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like the numbers in terms of like overall users on Pinterest. It's like up there with all the big boys. Like yeah. it's, not, it's not like a, yeah, it's not a small platform. A lot of people mm-hmm. use it. And so what sort of businesses should actually consider Pinterest as one of their sort of strategies?
0: Yeah, Um, I think the majority of businesses should, but the businesses that are missing out, especially... <coughs> by not using Pinterest is e-com brands. And this can be e-com in anything and particularly e-com brands that have a blog slash could have a blog um, because your blog excels like, your Pinterest page so much more just through SEO um, simply because the conversions are so high.
1: Wait, wait, wait. So break that down a bit more. So if you have a blog, you should be using Pinterest. But why? Like why, why are they corresponding?
0: So Pinterest, the way the Pinterest algorithm works is it essentially is a back end of your website. So you can link your Pinterest to your website. And I mean, very simple stuff. You can set it up so any blog post you post goes directly onto Pinterest and you get traffic through there. Um, But the main driver of Pinterest in terms of ROI is website traffic. So you can get, you can very easily get thousands, like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of clicks through to your website from Pinterest. It's very easy to do. It's not like TikTok where you have to have this sort of really defined strategy of right a hook and then a really engaging mm. video it's snappy it's got good call yeah, to action it's yeah. just very easy to get people onto your site once people are on that blog site once they're on your product page if your website is good you've got good branding good product descriptions people are just in the mindset to convert the mindset of people going onto pinterest they're looking for inspiration they're looking for things to buy they're looking for to be informed and just have that content put to them on yeah. Instagram and TikTok. It's very much more very an entertainment app. Yeah. Um, whereas on Pinterest, people are actively going to buy. It's I guess it's similar to Etsy. Like people go to find inspiration and buy.
1: I've only just realised that now. Actually, now that you said that, in terms of like, so Instagram and TikTok, they're they're mostly entertainment platforms. And obviously, mm-hmm. you have brands that that come in and try to sort of persuade the ones that are kind of like looking for like experiences or brands or whatever. And then then obviously you've got the For You page, which recommends things. But like Pinterest is one of those platforms where people are already ready to buy. Like that's that's yeah. the interesting thing because I I've, I use it as well. Like I know for a fact that when I'm looking for like clothes or some like furniture or whatever, like I if I saw that and I can, you know, buy it straight away, then I would. Like yeah. it's, there's, there's, there's a no brainer there mm-hmm. because I'm searching for it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's very simple as well to kind of link your content to all of these like people's like if you just it's hard to describe but like you will know what people are searching it's like with Instagram and TikTok it can take a lot of brain power to think who's my target audience who's my demographic and this whole big scary thing of a massive strategy which does work but it takes a lot more time and effort to understand and implement with Pinterest if you know your target audience and you know what they like like that's it you're ready to go you don't need anything else Mm.
1: okay so e-commerce brands are there any specific e-commerce brands or or all of them work
0: um e-commerce brands the ones that will work best but it's the same with any brand on social media is the ones that have a more defined target audience so you're not targeting everyone ages 18 to 60 it's maybe you're targeting male say you've you sell um a special kind of razor um, you're targeting males between 18 and 35 for example or if you are some sort of female brand let's say you're a beauty brand that deals with acne you're targeting females between 16 and 25 more brand, e-com brands with a blog that have that defined target audience are the ones mm. that will perform best on pinterest and get the most out of it yeah
1: okay and then outside of e-commerce brands would you recommend say things like softwares or any other like is it just e-commerce e-commerce brands that it works for or would you go sort of beyond that?
0: It works best for e-commerce brands in terms of conversions but the same for any other brand in terms of website traffic for example um, I had a client that coached kids chess in London and um, it's like a kids club after school club um, and yeah they just coach chess we had them on Pinterest again the owners were like very I don't really know how it's going to work like kids chess like that that seems to me
1: like it shouldn't work yeah like I don't know I've got preconceptions for sure Mm -hmm. but it seems to me that because the target audience there is parents of kids that want to learn chess yeah so would they be searching for that sort of thing on on Pinterest
0: the idea is that you don't necessarily hit them with stuff specific to that brand so Pinterest worked amazing for them in terms of website traffic they got so many bookings through it and it was because we targeted the parents we did, for example, um, how to engage, uh, say like a like baby three to six months, this is how to engage them, um, teaching about the different skills that chess can give you, like confidence, problem solving, would put different free worksheets for kids that are around problem solving and just have like the branding at the bottom that parents would download. They're like, oh, this company's cool, maybe look at the website. Um, so a lot of resources and education to parents. It was very, very rare that we actually said, this is our chess club, like this is the price, come join. It was very much value, give them value. Mm. Um, and I mean, this particular client didn't actually have a blog, so they got amazing results without having a blog. And um, it was just on their website. But yeah, like you don't need to be e-com, you don't need to target like young women to succeed on Pinterest.
1: So in that in that case, it's more about becoming more of a thought leader, I guess, or mm. like giving value in different ways, like, like written resource or digital resources whatever yeah um because for that brand as well they'd be location-based that's the other thing it's like Mm -hmm. that limits but with e-commerce brands they're like less location-based so i guess location-based businesses like like regular like bakeries or whatever like that's is is that limited as well or should they sort of oh no i know we're going into this the whole thing of like general strategy but like should they look at it from a different angle
0: I would say yes. So this chess company had online lessons as well, so it wasn't just location-based. Um, Got you. So that is where most of the bookings came from, like online. If you are location-based on any social media platform, you're better off running organics, but then most of your traffic will come from like ads, um, location-specific ads. So same on Pinterest. Um, you're not going to hit, say you're in London, you're not going to hit everyone in London with organics. You need to like have that ad boost to like get that location specific Mm. area i guess
1: so let's talk about general strategy then so you've talked about which businesses this works best for but in terms of to say if a business comes to you and they want to get started on this they don't have any presence on on pinterest Mm -hmm. whatsoever we'll talk about like yeah general strategy for pinterest but then how it also afterwards feeds into tiktok instagram like the general sort of like overall brand presence online so Mm -hmm sort of general strategy for Pinterest, like what should they be doing and like what should what should they be thinking about like step-by-step?
0: Step? Yeah, um, I guess if it's a fresh account, you want to fully optimize it with all the keywords. You can probably watch tutorials online on how to do this and things like that. But with Pinterest, there's essentially two types of keywords. There's long chain keywords and short chain keywords. So let's use the example of a candle business again. If you type into the Pinterest search bar, like vanilla candle, For example, if you sell vanilla candles, that'll be your short chain keyword. You'll then see, similar to Google, a list of recommended, like what other people have searched for. So it might be vanilla candle with like gold rim or vanilla candle in a glass jar or like funny vanilla candle. It'll come up with recommendations of what other people have searched for around that topic. And that's your long chain keyword. Um, And there's different ways of implementing both those types of keywords in your posts, in your profile to like get more reach and get more people clicking on your website. Also, for example, Vanilla Candle, if you search that, if you scroll down, it will be, I don't know, like page scrolls. If you scroll like three or four pages down and you just like have a look through, it will come up with a little block that has all the other little blocks in it. It's kind of just like block, block, block. Um, And it will say above it, people have also searched for. If you click on that, um, you will see, so it may have... um, I don't know, like Cute Home Inspo is an example. Basically, everyone that searched vanilla candle, it will give you a list of everything people have searched for that have also searched vanilla candle, if that makes sense.
1: That's really... You don't really get that anywhere else, do you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, basically gives you free insights into your audience what they're also searching for, even if it's completely irrelevant, like, to candles or to your brand. Um, So it's easy to see that. So basically, just finding all of... That sort of, that's basically the SEO done, like the keywords done mm. um, once you've done that properly. And then I would say set up at least 10 boards and optimize those on your profile. And then just start pinning any content you have, like educational, any sort of value you can give. The worst thing you can do is just be like, this is us, this is what we sell, like buy it. The same as any social media platform, mm. you have to like give value where you can, whether it's educational, it can even be funny, informative, it can be memes, things like that. Just any form of value, pop that as a pin with keywords and SEO, um, and that's literally it. It's very simple. Once you've linked it and hyperlinked it to your site, you can all your blog posts will automatically go onto Pinterest. You don't have to worry about those. That will help with your SEO, and it'll just keep gradually building and building.
1: For the for that specific content, like, is there a specific type of content that resonates well? Like that's maybe different to say Instagram, because I know I know a lot of brands that. I think we did this in my previous company where we just like replicated what we were doing on Instagram and just mm-hmm. like post the same content, yeah. which seems like it wouldn't work. I don't think it did work. So like, yeah, like in terms of content, what should be the sort of thing that they mm-hmm. should be doing?
0: Yeah, I guess as a general tip for all social media and all brands out there is like, and I think people forget it. I sometimes forget it. And it's like, think of the headspace people are in when they're on that app. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, like, why do you click on Instagram? Is it because you want to be educated? Is it because you want to be entertained? Most of the time it's to see like that personal style of content, but also to be maybe educated, inspired. That's why I click on Instagram. When I click on TikTok, I just, I just want to scroll and like not have to think about anything. I just want easy content, entertaining, quick, done, short, snappy When I'm on Pinterest, again, I'm looking for inspiration or education. So I'm looking for things to inspire me to like help me think out the box or if I'm looking for certain things to inspire me for a project or maybe I'm looking for social media tips or images of like strategy funnels. It's very much education inspiring. So there's an aspect of a lot of people think of their target audience when they post on social media, but also think of the headspace your target audience is in because it can be very different Mm -hmm. across platforms. So most brands people are looking for education, inspiration, um, but it can vary from brand to brand. The tip, I guess, would just be to envision yourself as your target audience, like in that headspace.
1: It's a very good point because a lot of the time it's like, okay, try to imagine your, your target audience, like give them a name, give them a persona, like mm-hmm. both qualitative and quantitative, like where do they live, but also what motivates them as an individual. But yeah. what you're saying as an extension for that, which is which is very true, it's like, don't just think about them in terms of people but think about them in terms of like where in that moment like when they're on pinterest mm-hmm. or even like way way beyond that it's not just for pinterest but it's overall it's like what headspace are they in at that time where they're interacting with you as a brand mm-hmm. on that social media platform or even on uh, like offline um, because then you can tap more into that the motivations or whatever yeah. that are very important that again a lot of people businesses forget the qualitative side of customer personas mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very interesting point though. Not, I haven't actually thought yeah. about that before.
0: Yeah, it's very easy as like once you do that, it's very easy to then imagine what type of content you need to be posting because like you said, it can be very difficult to know from platform to platform what to post and you can by all means use the exact same post even if you just change the tone of voice slightly or like the copy a bit or maybe change something in a graphic. It's yeah. very easy to adapt it to each platform. Um, yeah, sorry, that's a very long-winded way of just saying like uh, inspirational educational content on Pinterest is yeah, but doing but
1: putting both Instagram like posts on Pinterest is that a yes or a no?
0: It's a it depends. Um, if it's say, for example, I used to post a lot of um, like cool graphs and stuff on my business Instagram of like I don't know, say like average Pinterest monthly active users and like just visual graphs people can use for marketing. That would do well on Pinterest it's very visual it's informative mm. but if I'm posting a carousel post about like TikTok hooks it's probably not going to do the best on Pinterest Um, either that or it's going to take a lot of effort to repurpose that content I'll have to make a whole new graphic a whole new caption so for me it wouldn't be worth it I'll just be like oh, I'll write something else or use something else so if it's something very visual and educational I would say yes or maybe if you've made a mood board and you post it on Instagram or things like brand design um very visually appealing things then sure post that over on Pinterest but everything else I kind of be like just I mean you could with Pinterest it's you can post anything like it's not with Instagram and TikTok if you post say like a really bad post a bad post it can affect the way your profile looks it can affect your algorithm if the engagement is low with Pinterest if you post a bad post it it's irrelevant, like it's like, okay, it's a bad post, but it's not affected my algorithm. The algorithm doesn't run on engagements and likes and profile visits. It runs on each individual post. So I guess on Pinterest, each individual pin has its own mini algorithm. Mm. It's not the profile as a whole. So it's very easy. So it doesn't
1: reward reward like the profile for like consistently posting good quality content Mm. in the same way that say TikTok does or Instagram does, where even if it's like, you post 10 good stuff on on TikTok and then one sort of not as good, mm-hmm. that one as as not good will probably still do fairly well because TikTok knows that you generally post like fairly decent content. Whereas with Pinterest, that one that's like less good will probably do like very, very badly because as you said, there's like individual algorithms for each one.
0: Yeah, um, but it's the same for good posts as well say you post yeah of course i've seen like small creators on tiktok who've post amazing videos and i'm like why is this not viral it's got like maybe a couple thousand likes i'm like if that was posted on a bigger account it'd be viral like overnight yeah on pinterest it's if your content's good it's good if the content's bad it's just not going to do as well but it won't affect any of your next posts Mm. um which also why i love pinterest because it's like a very easy platform to learn come to grips with and you can make mistakes very easily I um, was for like TikTok and Instagram is scary. It's like, oh, if I post something wrong, like that's it. Yeah, you're penalized kind of forever.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's a very good point. So let's talk about um so how how would Pinterest like play into the overall sort of like social media strategy for a brand? Because so say it's so as you said, it's more like it's it's better for e commerce brands, but it can work for a lot of different ones. I, I'm I'm guessing as well it's more like B2C f- focused, it would be yeah. like there's less businesses on on pinterest you could Mm -hmm. say um so a bc brand that's either e-commerce or another brand that wants to either give value or or whatever how does how does pinterest play into the overall sort of like social media strategy
0: Mm -hmm. i do think pinterest is an add-on to a social media strategy i personally think with any brand you should be targeting instagram and or tiktok first purely for the content and the visual and people trust instagram and tiktok a lot more if somebody's considering a purchase, they'll be like, oh do they have Instagram? Maybe they have TikTok. Um so definitely have those first. If you have those first and you're comfortable, you're established and you're kind of happy with that side. Pinterest is just like an add-on that's gonna skyrocket both your search engine optimization and your social media in one. Um, so I guess the general funnel that I use for clients is I have TikTok as the place to get all the organic reach, just getting new eyes on your content, um new followers and yeah just new eyes on your content people like this brand's cool let me have a look at their page they look kind of awesome maybe drop them a follow the goal of that tiktok is purely to get new eyes purely brand outreach um and then people will funnel over from tiktok over to instagram um you can link your instagram to your tiktok profile generally if people are interested in your brand they'll then click on your instagram on your instagram that's where i tend to convert Um, all of my followers so people follow you over from TikTok or recommendations or maybe seeing your reels on your stories on your posts that's where you're going to provide so much value Um, and this is where it's important to show that personal side as well so I do like a day in the life or the other day I had like a not so great mental health day so I like shared that I've got a lot of business owners um, on my Danny Digital Instagram so um, which is like my business Instagram for marketing and I was like you know it's not been a great day today I'm gonna go to the gym, not work, like it's okay not to be great as a business owner. So that personal side as well. Um, And yeah, just like that brand trust, conversions, Mm -hmm. providing them with all the value. So they trust you and they wanna buy. Um, The way Pinterest feeds into that is slightly different. So Pinterest added on top of that strategy is where it's gonna all connect to your website. So Pinterest, say you post a pin, it's gonna hyperlink to either your website like your blog your product it also has the storefront for just purchase from pinterest but it can also hyperlink to your instagram and your tiktok so i would tend to hyperlink to instagram more but you can use pinterest as an added funnel on top of tiktok to get that organic reach and to provide that value and then convert those people over to instagram just hyperlink it you literally so just- for,
1: for pinterest instead of them going to your website you should be linking towards your instagram
0: I would say it depends on what stage of your journey you're at and what your goal is. If your goal is to get website traffic, you're like, you know, I've got an awesome website. I know it's got good SEO. I know the product descriptions i have got like all my USPs in. I know it's going to convert people. Then take them over to your website if you think that's going to convert them. Mm-hmm. But if it's more, you're not sure about your site, it's okay. but Or even if your brand relies a lot more on that personal kind of content, maybe it's a personal brand, a digital product, things like that then convert people to over to Instagram where you're going to see that personal side. They're going to get that extra added value and they're going to go on to purchase that way. You can always keep it a 50, 50 split and on Pinterest analytics, you can see kind of like where people are going to, where the hyperlinks are taking people. Um, and yeah, if you just go from there, you can always analyze it. There's no set, like you should do this, this and this. It's all just a game of like mm. seeing what happens. Then say if most people are converting on Instagram, convert everyone over to Instagram um and then yeah that way it also improves your search engine like ranking on google um improves your social media gets you more followers gets you more conversions but it also gets conversions actually on pinterest and people buying so um i look at it as like a mesh it literally feeds into everything Mm. for your brand to just make it better it's not this standalone thing that's a bit weird, which that like, oh, you make boards and you post cool stuff, like.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of business owners, like, view it in in isolation. It's like, mm-hmm. we're going to start a TikTok, we're going to start an Instagram, we're going to start a Pinterest. But the way that you view it is definitely, like, everything Everything kind of feeds into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they all solve a different thing. Like, their purposes are all different, which is yep. which is the interesting thing. And so, yeah, that's, yeah, it is it is very interesting. Like, I, I never thought Pinterest would be, I've always kind of slept on it personally. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I'm in like B2B mostly, but like, yeah, I've just never really thought of of it as a conversion sort of platform. Mm
0: -hmm. I think I specialize in organics, but even on the ad side of things, I know the cost of a conversion on Pinterest is so much cheaper, again, because people are in that mindset to purchase, like they want to be sold to, they want- This is Pinterest Pinterest. ads. Yeah, like Pinterest ads are also a much lower conversion rate in terms of like cost per click and things like that um in terms of ads as well so
1: one one question i want to end the the podcast on uh, and you don't have to answer this we can cut this out but like i know a lot of young people like listening they have a very love-hate relationship with social media as a whole Mm -hmm. and a lot of them if you know you saying saying all this great stuff about pinterest and i would definitely recommend people to actually start it because it's got a lot of value for for them but at this stage, like I know, I know a lot of them like manage their own social medias themselves. So you're, Mm -hmm. you're saying like, like TikTok, Instagram, and then adding another like LinkedIn, adding another one to the mix, like Pinterest, like how, how does someone sort of like separate in terms of like the whole personal side with the business side in terms of like, Mm -hmm. because it can be fairly damaging on, on mental health.
0: Um, in terms of how would you separate your business, social media? and Yeah, because you're like
1: constantly kind of on your phone. Yeah.
0: Um, The way I tackled this and that, I mean, I'm still learning. I still trying to like find that balance every day, but I personally run all my clients and my own social media on like a work phone. It's just my old phone that like ran out of contract. And then I've got my personal phone that literally just has like close friends, family. And like, that's like my personal side. So if I'm in work mode, I've got that on. Mm. Um, And then it helps me detach as well. Cause I found that especially signed into like multiple accounts or like my business account. If a message came through at like 11 o'clock at night, which they can do yeah like let me reply to it quick um or even if i don't i've seen it and it's now in my head i'm thinking oh i've got that message exactly as if it's a phone i can literally just put in a drawer and put in my bag for the next day like i don't even see it it doesn't come into like my headspace Mm -hmm. um so that separation is really easy i guess for um in terms of pinterest and keeping it between personal and business i would say well, I always say, just keep it separate. It's very, when you start merging the two, it's very hard to then have the control. Yeah. Um, and it is for me anyway, when I want to just get things done for the business. So for me, I'll just keep it completely separate.
1: Okay, cool. Well, Danny, thank you so much for coming no on the worries. podcast. It was such a pleasure talking with you. How can people stay in touch with you and, and what you're up to, your, your journey?
0: Yeah. Um, so my Instagram is just at Danielle underscore Theobald, just my name. Um, and I guess if people want to email me, they can email me at danny at dannydigital.co.uk. Um, apart from that, I guess LinkedIn maybe, but uh, that's, a, I guess, another conversation. Um, just my name, Daniel Theobald. And then, yeah, thank okay. you for having me.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll speak very soon. Thank you.
0: Amazing. Thank you.